Welcome to the podcast of the Prison Officers Association. Representing over 30,000 prison, correctional and secure psychiatric hospital workers, the POA is the largest UK union in the sector, able to trace its roots back over 100 years. In each episode of the podcast, we look at a different area of the union's work. And as a union of 30,000 members, the POA can use its purchasing power to get some really good deals for members and to partner with people who truly understand the work members do. This month's episode talks to some of these service providers to understand what they are offering and where they're coming from. You may be surprised on both points. We'll hear from Tax Refund, Serve and Protect, the Firefighters Charity and Switch Lifestyle. First, Tax Refund. David Davies, one of their directors, told us what that's all about. Okay, so the tax refund company is a uh, business that provides a professional tax review to employed taxpayers to find out whether HMRC has given them and their employer the right tax code in the past four years. But surely HMRC doesn't make mistakes like that? Um, well, that's the problem is it's not HMRC. HMRC is issuing tax codes to employees every year, but they rely on the taxpayer actually informing the uh, informing HMRC if the code is wrong. And unfortunately, most taxpayers assume that their employer automatically would know if the code was wrong and is therefore automatically taking the right amount of tax off their pay. So... It doesn't always work as it should. Then how how does it how does it work? Because the title of the company suggests that actually this is not an uncommon situation for people to find themselves in paying too much tax. You're absolutely right. It works basically because employees are given a tax code which tells their employer how much tax to take off their pay. But if the tax code is wrong, then they are automatically going to take the wrong amount of tax. And we've been doing this now since 1994. We've checked over 2 million employees' tax codes. And we, even today, with all the recent changes that have taken place, we still find more than one in three of the codes we check are incorrect. And the employee has been paying too much tax. Typically, around one in three of the POA members who use this service get some uh, get money back. I mean, we, the average refund we get back at the moment for a POA member is about £172. But in the last 18 months, we've had refunds as large as over, uh, over £6,800 wow. for one POA member. Gosh, so, okay, how does it work? Okay, so it's very straightforward. It's all online. And it starts off with a quick initial review. Uh, we don't need the, uh, the member's name, address, details, or any personal information that identifies them. We just ask them some basic questions. It takes about two minutes. And what that will tell us and tell them at the end is whether or not they need a full tax review. And if they do need a full review, we'll also be able to give an indication of how much they might be getting back. Um, but it's only an indication. It's not the exact amount. We'll only know that when we've done the full review. Now, if it says they need a full review, they'll need to answer more questions. Um, and once we've done that and they've answered the, or provided the information we need, we'll be able to find out whether they've been given the right tax codes or the wrong ones. And if it's the wrong ones at any point in the last four years, we'll make an application to HMRC to get them changed. We'll tell them what was wrong. And if HMRC agrees with us, then what they will do is recalculate the tax that is due 
and that will result in a refund being given to the member. And isn't, I mean, isn't it a very kind of lengthy process between a, a member making an inquiry and getting some, some cash back? It depends on the time of year and depends on how much work HMRC has actually got on. It can be as quick as six weeks. It's been longer, obviously, with COVID because a lot of their staff have been dealing with uh, furlough claims and other business interruption um, claims. But the process will typically take 12 to 15 weeks if it's working well. If it's a more complex claim, it can take more than six months. I see. But once the member has uh, signed up with the tax refund company and the process has started, they just need to sit back and let you and your colleagues do your stuff. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, the initial bit with us will take, uh, you know, it can be as quick as 20 minutes. It might take an hour or so just to gather the information we need if the member hasn't got everything to hand or doesn't remember everything and needs to, you know, needs to go looking for it. But the key bit here is we don't need their pay slips. We don't need them to have kept paperwork going back years. Most of what we need, they will simply be able to find or know off the top of their head. And are there any costs or catches or things that members need to be aware of if they, they decide to go down this road? Yes, I, I think there's no there's no catches. But what they need to be aware of is that the review we're providing is completely it itself is completely free of charge. We don't charge anything for checking a member's tax codes. The only way we charge any fees is if the member actually benefits financially from the service. So if they get a refund of up to £100, there is a fee of £38. If they get over £100, we charge a fee of 38p for each pound we recover. But what we do provide, because we want to give members complete peace of mind, is two guarantees. The first guarantee is that we, we will get back everything that they're entitled to doesn't matter how big or how small, if they're entitled to that refund from the revenue in the past four years, we will get that money back. But to give complete peace of mind, if a member gets an unexpected tax demand as a result of our work, then we will actually pay the tax demand for them. You know, there are some TNCs around that because that could be easily open to abuse, but it's designed to give members complete confidence in the service that they're getting the best possible service, okay, and they're only paying for it, if it actually financially benefits them. Now, there is uh, an additional benefit in that most members who've used the service will also find that their net pay goes up after using the service because we will give them a new tax code for the current year. Now, that will give them an increase in their income, uh, both for the first part of the tax year we're actually in and the rest of the tax year and each year thereafter. And there are no fees for that. That's completely free of charge. And some members, that's actually all they get is an increase in their net income. And if that's all they get, then they don't pay us anything. It's completely free. Right. So looking back over the years that the tax refund company has been involved with the POA, how many members have, have been helped? What's the total amount of tax that's been recovered or money that's been recovered? At the moment, we've helped. Well, we've had applications from over 18,000 members since we started working with the POA back in July 1994. Like I said, the average refund that we're getting back for POA members is approximately £172. So, David, if, if listeners want to find out more about the tax refund company, where can they go? What should they do? Okay, so the way to start this off and find out if you might be owed any money is to go to the website for POA members, which is www poatax.co.uk. Again, that's www.poatax, 
www.ncs.co.uk. If they've got any questions or they need help with the application process, they're, free, they're welcome to give us a call. Our phone number is 0161 968 7345. That number again, 0161 968 7345. We're open on a Monday to Friday between 9 and 5. Um, but if members want information off our website, if they simply go to the tax refund company, .co.uk, they will see some tabs at the top of the screen, and one of those will say FAQs. And if they click that, they'll find about 30 of the most frequently asked questions with some very detailed answers, and that should generally answer any questions they've got. David, thank you very much indeed. Next, the Serve and Protect Credit Union. Here's their business development manager, Rob Lovesy, to explain their service. We're actually a credit union. So what it means is we're a not-for-profit financial cooperative. So we're actually owned by our members and we're there to try and help people save, but also be there if they need to borrow money throughout their career. And through the POA, they approached the credit union back in 2012 and uh, we were part of police credit union previously. And they said, actually, we want this free employee benefit to be available to POA members. And and they made that happen back in 2012. So we owe the POA a lot of credit for that. And this benefit is now available to employees of the prison service. It's also been extended to probation officers as well. So it's a great employee benefit that's available. It's actually been used by three and a half thousand members within the prison service. Help them save and we're there if they need to borrow. And is the is, is this benefit available to POA members who might not work in the prison service but for, for one of the privatised parts of the criminal justice system? Yeah, so POA members or, or prison officers, they can join up and they can save via payroll deduction, so straight from their HMPPS payroll. So it makes it a really easy way of saving money but also making repayments whoever they borrow. If you're working in the, in the private sector prisons, you can still join However, there's no payroll deduction at the moment, but they can they can save and borrow via direct debit. Right. So someone someone comes across Serve and Protect and thinks, actually, I need to either borrow a bit or I want to save a bit. What what are the mechanics of, of, of how they how they become engaged, as it were? Okay, so really simple, Simon. So we've got a website. The, me- the members go onto our website, so it's serveandprotectcu.co.uk. They select their service, so prison service, and they'll join up. And it's completely free to join, but all they have to do is start saving a minimum of £10 per month. And as I say, if we've got payroll deduction in place, it just shows up on your pay slip as a deduction from your pay. Or you can do via direct debit if you're a member of the private prisons. Now, you can just save. And the minimum savings per month is £10, and the maximum is £1,000. And you can chop and change the amount month to month. So if you've got a month where things are tight, you can bring that deduction right down to the minimum of 10. And if, if, you know, one month you've maybe received, you're fortunate enough to receive a pay rise or some kind of bonus, um, you can pay that money in as well. Now, people can just save. And the way the credit union works is people save in order to help their fellow colleagues borrow. So there might be a, a time throughout your career or life where you actually need to borrow money. Now, the credit union's there, and we actually uh, lend the money that's been saved to fellow colleagues. So we help them access affordable credit. And because we're not for profit, the the interest we charge on those loans, we then pay back to the original savers in the form of an annual dividend. So you get a return on your money. And in the last financial year, we actually paid a a return of 1.2%. So it's a dividend. So it's based on the profits you make. 
And if you look at an easy access savings account where you can withdraw from whenever you want, you're probably lucky to get 0.1% at the moment. That's for sure. So to get a 1.2% return, the savings are, are very attractive. And the reason we do this is it is an exclusive club. You know, only certain people can join. And it's if you work for certain sectors and the prison and probation service are one of them, along with the police, we serve the Ministry of Defence, we serve the uh, health service and the fire service as well. And that annual dividend, does that tend to be a, a regular thing? Is it usual in most years for members to receive an annual dividend or is it only in some years and not in others? Yeah, so it, it purely depends on the um, profit and the success of the credit union that year. Now, we've been very fortunate at the credit union. So last year, I think we paid 1%. The year just gone, it was 1.2, so it's actually gone up. And in previous years, we've always managed to maintain around the 1% mark. We can't necessarily market the credit union by saying, if you join today, this time next year, you're guaranteed to get you know, this, this percentage. So we do ask people to look at our track record. And I think our members, you know, those 3,500 members from the prison service will, will vouch for us and say, yeah, you know, the dividends are extremely competitive for the current market. And, and we understand that, particularly through the last year and a half, what with COVID, the members we serve are doing jobs that have been really challenging. And we wanted to ensure that we give as much as we can back to try and help those people in 1.2%. If you haven't got lots of money saved, it's probably not a huge amount, but at least it's better than what they're getting elsewhere on the market. Um, so we want to be able to give a little bit back, but importantly, be there, you know, in terms of borrowing, we're seeing a lot of people that maybe don't have the best credit profiles. And they see the headline rates from banks and building societies and they think they qualify. They may not qualify. And if they can't help you, where do you turn? And we've had a lot of people turn into payday lenders that may actually come to the credit union and say, I want to consolidate and pay off this debt. So they save money on their existing borrowing. And again, the repayments come from their pay. So it's nice and simple for them to manage. I I absolutely get the uh, saving for a rainy day kind of scenario that you've described for people who are saving. But as you say, when it is raining and members need to take money out or need, or need a loan. How flexible are the arrangements that the credit union can come to with, with members who are in that position? So yeah. if, if, you had, if you had savings, we've got a mobile app, you can withdraw it in the same day, um, same working day, and it's in your bank account, close of play. We don't deal cash, so it's all online. If you wanted to apply for a loan, you go onto the website and you can just fill out a simple application. And there are certain things we need back from you in certain cases. Some cases, some people apply and uh, we do sort of ID verification or money laundering checks and everything's fine. And we may say, yeah, you've been a member for a long time. You know, we, we can pay the loan very quickly. There may be things we ask for from you to prove, you know, maybe a pay slip or a bank statement showing some existing debt you want to consolidate. So we, we do turn things out around relatively quickly, but there are certain cases where we're only, we can only go as quick as we get the information from from the from the member and we do realize that's tricky at times because of the on so sociable hours sometimes people work in the prison service but we have a lot of email exchanges we also have a team that are on hand to actually you know if you want to pick up the phone and speak to one of our team to explain about your your case or how you may need help and when it comes to the borrowing money the credit union's very big on the personal touch and the fact that you can't get that with your bank or bill society necessarily, you're not going to pick up the phone and be able to speak to one of the loan officers to explain your situation. Because usually when people have hit challenging times, there's usually circumstances that have built up to that, that maybe are out of their control. And it's been able to also have that, that conversation to try and see what we can do to help. And, and it, is, it is important for me to say that 
you know, we are responsible lenders. So we do do credit searches. You know, we're regulated. All loans, loans aren't guaranteed, necessarily guaranteed. Um, we try and help where we can. But for example, I'd say for people listening, you know, just we do a lot of work around financial resilience and people's behaviours. So if they need to borrow money, if people are gambling regularly, for example, and then they need to borrow an emergency, it's very unlikely the credit union will be able to help because we're regulated. And for us to be able to lend responsibly, things like gambling habits, or if someone's in so much debt that us helping them isn't going to do them any more favours and they'd be better off going to a charity, like step change, like a debt management charity, we would recommend those different routes. Right. Well, are there any particular terms and conditions? I mean, you've outlined a few that are, are ones that you would expect from any responsible financial or, or organisation, but is there anything anything that, that it, if people kind of sign up with you, they might think, oh, that's a bit strange or, or that's odd? Credit unions are all about trying to help people save money, okay? So when every member is required to save a minimum of £10. So even if you apply for a loan, we will say to you, you have to make your loan repayment, but you also have to save that minimum of £10. And for you, you might be going, but I haven't got £10 to save, Rob. But unfortunately, that's a condition of the credit union because what we want to do is to make sure that when you've made your all your loan repayments, that you've actually now got money it's building up in a savings pot. So you may never have to borrow again and you've built that savings habit. And that's what credit unions really stand for. So that's one of those strange things that some members think, hang on, you know, when I apply for a loan at the bank, they don't require me to save a minimum. And this is why credit unions do it because our, 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 our philosophy is all about trying to help people get back on track saving. So if listeners can want to find out more about the services that are available, where should they head to? So you can find out all the information on our website. So it's sermprotectcu.co.uk. On that landing page, it'll ask you to choose your service and you can choose Prism, Prism CU, and you'll have a tailored website that's tailored specifically for employees of the Prisoner Probation Service. All the information's there. As I say, we're here to help you save, but also there if you need to borrow throughout your career. We Not only do we offer a really good return on savings, as we say, we offer access to affordable credit there's also a great benefit. We offer free life cover as well on our savings. And it's, it's worth me mentioning because what it means is the first £25,000 you have saved, should the worst happen to you, it's not, not so good for you because it means you passed away, but we double that first £25,000 and we give it to your next of kin or beneficiary. I think that's on savings, any savings you have up to the age of 65. So not only are you getting a good return in terms of a dividend, but you've also got that added peace of mind through the free life cover. And that's also on loans as well. So if you have a loan and you were to pass away, rather than us going after that debt through a loved one or taking it out of your estate, we clear the first £25,000 of any, any loan you may have. So again, it's just that added peace of mind. And uh, so the credit union is just there to try and help people where we can. Rob, thank you very much indeed. Rob mentioned the Step Change charity, which is appropriate for those with particularly acute debt problems. If you need to get in touch with them, their website is www.stepchange, or one word, .org. On now to the firefighters charity. I know this sounds like the wrong profession, but that's really not the case. As Sharon Bailey, Director of Services, and Kevin Biles, Sales Manager, explain. We're a charity that's uh, 76, 77 years old and that uh, born out of the, uh, the, the, the Second World War um, primarily and that as a, as a benevolent fund um, back in the day. And then, and then as, the, uh, as the decades have, have gone on, we've 
uh, we develop and, and developed and, and, and built uh, a number of centres, three rehabilitation centres that we have across across the UK, along with a whole host of, of beneficiary services to our UK fire and rescue services, from welfare to physical and, and, and uh, psychological rehabilitation and, and so many other uh, things. And again, Sharon might be able to, to fill in some additional support that we provide our fire and rescue beneficiaries. But on the back of that, we also provide it on on a commercial basis for other organisations. And we've been working with the Prison Officers Association, the POA, for since 2008. So um, I can't do my maths. I think that's 14 odd years, 15 years. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a really strong relationship. And and basically, you know, for an organization uh, such as the, the POA, who who doesn't have the, the rehabilitation services that, that, that we have for our own beneficiaries, they can buy into that. It's a, it's a membership benefit and it's a phenomenal benefit that, that POA members uh, can, can tap into when, and we're coming to, you know, we'll come onto it in more detail throughout the, the discussion. But, uh, you know, it's something that we, um, that POA members can really tap into and get that support. So, so Sharon, what sort of conditions, concerns, incidents would the Firefighter Charity be able to, to help POA members with? It varies really. A lot of what we see is musculoskeletal injuries. So physical injuries could be anything from chronic back pain, knee replacement surgery, fractured limbs, etc. So we get an awful lot of people who've got a musculoskeletal problem. We also support people with neurological conditions and also uh, psychological well-being as well. So we also have a psychological well-being programme, which we're just actually on the next phase of development for at the moment. So that's things like stress, anxiety, some symptoms of trauma, depression, that kind of thing. My goodness, I, I mean, I imagine, I mean, those services are exceptionally valuable, valuable given the, the physical and mental stresses and strains that POA members have to deal with as part of their day-to-day work. So how, how many referrals do you tend to get in an average year from, from the union? It's it's normally between 40, in a, in a non-COVID year, it's, it's about 40 to 50 members every year on on average and that and and I think since 2008 I think we're touching about 450 POA members that that have gone through our rehabilitation program how has Sharon how has COVID affected that because residential care of any nature has been so badly hit Yes, I mean, we've been delivering physical rehabilitation services for in excess of 26 years. And for the first time when COVID hit, we had to shut the doors of our centres and we had to accelerate our digital side of things quite quickly. So if there's any positive that came out of COVID, it was the fact it forced us into a slightly different world. And whilst we've now reopened the doors of our centre, we've also got a new service arm where we can provide digital rehabilitation as well as the residential care that we provide. Well, I mean, that's really important in terms of access, uh, ease of access. Kev, in terms of going forwards and developing the the service offering still further, I understand there's some things that are in quite advanced stages of development. 
Yeah, and as uh, and as Sharon touched on, the the psychological uh, services that we're providing, we're, we're looking at uh, at developing that, and that will will be coming back online. We have done some elements of that with POE members in the past, but again, as you can imagine, we're you know with psychological services, it is a case of making sure that those those programs do provide an, an outcome measure that that is of benefit to the individual. But in addition to that, we do have the digital services. And we're also working on a long COVID program. Uh, so those mm-hmm. uh, those are in individuals who uh, are suffering with long COVID symptoms. Uh, with the, the again the program, the, the residential program that we we have, and we're providing it for our own fire and rescue beneficiaries. And once we can we can get those measurements and get those outcomes, and we're ready to to deliver it for for POA members, uh, that'll be the sort of thing that that will will be coming on tapped. And, and- come on. And Sharon, I mean, how do POA members who are who are with you at any point in time, how, how do they know that the course of treatment or the, the action program is working? I mean, they'll feel better, hopefully, but how do you, do you know that they should be feeling better? I think we're in a very unique position. So when people come to us for a residential stay, we've got amazing facilities and very individualised care. So they are part of a group, they work with our Fire and Rescue Services beneficiaries, but actually you would never know, you couldn't go in and say, that's a POA member there and that's a Fire and Rescue. The, the group just gels together as a team. Those groups are supported by usually a physiotherapist and an exercise therapist, unless they're down on our psychological programme and then they'll get the psychological therapy support and they'll check in with them constantly. So the programmes are tailored around their individual needs, but they're constantly working with their therapist to understand whether it's working. So it's just that checking back all the time to make sure that the support they're getting is right and they're improving. Obviously, the improvements they get, for some people, it will be longer. There's a lot in there that when somebody comes to our centres, they're not going to be suddenly fixed and cured after a week. It's about putting them on the right path to recovery. So an example might be if somebody comes to us for a physical reason, is we will take them through the types of exercises that they should be doing safely to be able to aid their recovery. But there's a lot on them when they go home to keep up those exercises and to improve their recovery. And we'll check back in with them as well just to make sure that that recovery is going in the right direction. So it's real wraparound care for the... Uh, over over the full term, as it as it were, I, I expect Kev, there's some there probably be some POA members who come to you thinking they're never going to be able to go back to work, but actually actually being able to do so. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely. And you know, I'm quite fortunate. I I, I go to um, uh, the the conference every year. And you, I do get to hear firsthand from the, the the branch reps and stuff that individuals that they always come up to us saying that the centres and and the, and the support that we've provided is is second to none, and it's it's great to hear, and it and it does drive us you know further forward to just just keep uh, wanting to support the POA you know with the support because again, the job they they all do is is phenomenal. And, uh, you know, and, and we want to give our support where we can. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. So how do people apply? If they have any any, any injury or, or condition that they need support, they would they would go to their, their branch rep, uh, probably in the first instance. 
and they would would then be appointed to Cronin uh, House, and it will uh, uh, through either Carol Strahan or Paula Larwell to get an application form, and it's a very simple application form. Uh, a couple of years ago, it, it, it was about an eight-page document, but we've we've got it down to a, a very simple online form now. Just name, contact details, and a very brief outline of of their condition, and it's sent automatically into our inbox, and it's all co- all confidential. It will go straight to our clinical team, who will then carry out an initial assessment, and and basically they will be able to determine, you know, what course of of treatment would be suitable, and they'll then they'll they'll call the the individual, the POA member, and have a discussion just to put further information together on on the condition and what sort of treatment and support we can provide, and and then we take it from there. So. It's quite a simple process. And how how long does it normally take from, say, you receiving the completed form to someone getting on the phone to to the POA member? Yeah, from application to treatment, you're probably looking between four and six weeks on on average. It can be sooner if we can if we can get the the indiv- individual in. Sometimes it might take slightly longer than that, but I would say on average between four and six weeks. And Sharon, if people want to find out more, where where can they do that? If you visit www.firefightercharity.org.uk, that tells you all about the services that the Firefighters Charity offer to the Fire and Rescue Service community. And it also talks about our centres so people will be able to get a feel of what services we offer, what facilities we have, and also a little bit more information around our digital services. And then in addition to that, we, we do actually have a separate trading website, um, which, which has very generic information. So www.firefighterstrading.co.uk is, is a good uh, website for them to go to just to get that gen- generic information. But for POA members, that primary contact would be the team down at Cronin House. Well, Sharon, Kev, thank you very much indeed for joining us on this podcast and thank you for the services that you provide to POA members. Now, the rationale for the union partnering with organisations like Tax Refund, Serve and Protect and the Firefighters isn't just that they offer good services to POA members. It's also because they get what POA members do, the challenges they face day to day and what things will be of most value to them. This is particularly true of Switch Lifestyle, as their founder, Louise Prestwich, told us. Switch Lifestyles is a mortgage and insurance company. Now, I spent 10 years in the prison service, hence the reason I'm, I'm very passionate about looking after prison service members, especially through the POA, which I was a member of for over 10 years myself. When I started Switch Lifestyles, I took voluntary redundancy from the prison service at a time VEDS was around, so many, many people won't really remember that. But when I started switching lifestyles, it was on the back of having an accident. I broke my back and I ended up in hospital for 32 weeks. Wow. So I lost, I lost my house. I lost the job that I'd gone out and left the prison service to, and I didn't have the right insurance in place. So whilst I was in hospital, and you can imagine that's a long time to be laid on your back um, or side in my case, thinking about things I became really passionate about making sure people had the right insurances in place because what you sometimes get isn't isn't always what you think you've got and Switch Lifestyles was born as really not coming from a financial point of view but coming from a personal story point of view that makes sure that when I 
sell an insurance product, it's people know exactly what they're getting and having a really in-depth conversation with people because, like I say, I didn't have that conversation when I took out my insurance. So that it's very much born on passion and making sure that it doesn't happen to anybody else like it happened to me. Wow, what a story. What a, And what a rationale for a business. That, that's, that, that's amazing uh, and shocking at the same time. So what are the sort of deficiencies that other insurance policies may, may contain or may expose POA members to? Um, so, for example, a lot of critical illness policies, they, they range really. So when you get a product that can range from covering 30 illnesses which you have to be really quite serious before they'll pay out to 72. So each, each lender has a different criteria and will cover a different amount of conditions. The one that I'm really advocating about is the Vitality product. That, that covers over 100 more conditions than any other provider. And it pays out so much earlier. So one of the policies pays out on diagnosis, for example. Yes, you do pay slightly more for the paying out on diagnosis, but it's there, but it's still cheaper than the other the other lenders on their standard ones. When I started looking into doing this job, I really started dissecting and I became a little bit um, obsessed with what each lender provided and really like deep dived into the key facts, which I think makes us stand apart because a lot of insurances are tagged onto mortgages. And they look, they put you in the system, they, they bring out the one. And it's often, I hate to say, it's often about commission that people are receiving as well, which commissions commissions are really sticky subject. And how I give the POA members a discount on what I feel is the best advice service I can give them is I do a commission sacrifice. So I basically say, right, I'm going to sacrifice 30% of my commission to make it even cheaper to you. And, and that's something that I can do and, and something that we offer for the POA members. And I can also say that I will absolutely deep dive. So when we, we do the whole of market search, that each member knows exactly what cover they're getting at that time. Right. Well, I mean, I, I tend to ask the organisations who provide member services to the POA, well, you know, kind of like show us the money, as it were, show us what, what actual benefit mm-hmm. there is to POA members. But here it seems really stark because either you're covered with an appropriate policy or you're not. And if you're not covered, that's that's it. You know, you're at the end of a day. And we offer street. free reviews as well, Simon. We will we, we, we literally, if a POA member came to us and says, can you just have a look and see what I am covered for? It takes me 10 minutes to send them across the key facts to say, this is what you're covered for. For the same amount, this is what you could be covered for. And it's a simple 10-minute conflag between us. It, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't take very long for me to whiz around the system and say, right, that's how much you're paying. That's how much cover you've got. For the same amount, you could be covered from this company for that amount, for that amount, and that amount. And, and it's so simple. And I really do, whether you come through myself or whether you come through another company, I do advise that you review your insurances, you know, every three, four years, because the, there's new products coming on the market all the time. And certainly before you get to a significant birthday. Now, insurance prices go up in age banding. So when you hit 30, for example, they'll go up by a fraction. When you hit 40, they'll go up by a fraction. But when you hit 50, that's when they really jump up because the risk of you getting a serious illness or a critical illness is like one in two at that point. So your your, your insurance premiums are going to dive through the roof. So what I'm going to say to young prison officers who are starting out on the journey fairly young, like in the early 20s, is please think about it now, getting yourself covered and thinking about it for the future 
because you're locking the price that you get it at now and it can be it can be less than like 23 pounds a month which we all know how much pizzas cost these days when when you and, and, a, and a good takeaway so really start thinking about it and being being a grown-up thinking about it because you know you could get assaulted on the landings I know three people that got assaulted on the landings one at Leeds one at Moreland as well and one one down south and they they got assaulted on the landings they were unable to return back to work and got got finished doing efficiency and then a simple policy like an income protection policy would have covered their wages for however long it would have taken them to get back to work don't think that you're securing the bubble of I get so many sick months paid. It just doesn't work like that when, when you're inefficient, basically. You're not providing a service that, that the, the government want you to provide. So it's it's kind of being a little bit more grown up and not feeling, oh, I'm in this secure bubble, I'm okay, it won't happen to me. The other way of thinking about it, Sam, is, is how many of them buy lottery tickets thinking that they're going to win the million. Yeah, you've good got point. more chance. You've got more chance of something happening to you than you winning the million. So uh, that's another way of looking at it. Indeed. I mean, and how long? How long has the company been going? How long have you been involved so, in providing services to POA members? I had my accident in two thousand and sixteen, and it was set up in two thousand and seventeen. Um, we went. I took the business on myself because obviously I had to do all the training and everything in 2019. So I became directly authorised with the Financial Conduct Authority in 2019. So that, that's how long it's been going. And if you find me on Facebook as well, Switch Lifestyles, you'll see how many reviews and um, recommendations we've built up as well. Brilliant. So if, if members want to find out more, apart from looking for the company on Facebook, is there a website yeah. or something like that? Yeah, that there's a website. Visit? There's a link on the um, POA portal that straight to our website and it's just switchlifestyles.co.uk you can find us there brilliant louise thank you very much indeed i hope you found that a useful tour around some of the member benefits your union the poa provides other service providers are of course available and no service will be right for all people in every circumstance but if you want to find out more about any of the organizations we've talked to on this podcast go over to poauk.org.uk for their contact details. And if you're not a POA member, then speak to your local rep today about joining up. Or again, head over to the website for more information about what the union does on behalf of its members and how you can get involved. Wherever you work and whoever you work for, the POA can and does make a real difference to members' lives both at work and at home. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast and will join us for our next episode. Until then, thanks for listening and goodbye. The POA podcast is presented by me, Simon Sapper. Music is by Scott Holmes.